right, take it away. All right, episode number eight of Performance Academy podcast with your boy Zach and, and Josh, your boy, your boy, also here, your boy. All right, um, we're back at it again. Um, so we're just gonna start off as we do with our uh, personal fitness going on. Uh, how about you start off? Okay, well, I can talk about this for a bit. Um, so I kind of uh, two weeks ago, I think I was going in. Um, or I guess uh, technically three weeks three weeks ago, I was kind of like maxing out on like all my uh, different um, training sessions, running, swimming, lifting, jujitsu. And like I noticed that week, like I was just like it was just super grind. I wasn't really looking forward to my lifting sessions, and that also might also be because like they're just kind of maintenance, so they're not that exciting. So it's just fighting to maintain so it's not exciting so you're not really chasing anything there you're just yeah you know so like that might be an issue too but then also in like jujitsu, i was just feeling like like beat like kind of like um just not feeling fresh coming into it so like, i knew like and it was like enough time had passed like, i think it was like six seven weeks maybe so i was like okay well like this was what i was gonna take a um a deload so then i deloaded um i went like half um half my weight on like all my uh, my list for the most part or a little bit more um and then I don't think I ran. I don't think I swam that week, and then I felt really good at jujitsu that whole week, which yeah. makes, makes sense. Felt refreshed, but like like my performance went up like noticeably. Like I felt good. Like I wasn't beat up, fatigued, and it makes a huge dish, huge di- difference in your rolling, especially like like I've been doing it for like jujitsu for like almost like, I don't know, a year and a half now, and like when I'm with my other white belts, like I'm pretty decent, you know, like skill wise. I can yeah. I can hang with them even though I'm I'm probably the lightest in the group that I train with, but like I still was doing pretty well. And I really noticed it that week, but um, but when I'm I'm not feeling like my, I'm super fresh and like my uh, then I noticed that like I'm kind of fighting like physically and grinding more as opposed to like moving quickly and feeling fresh and like getting stuff done that I need to do when I'm like rolling and sparring with people. Yeah. Um, so I just feel that like I need to be like you know, given that like I'm I'm thinking about like changing up my training routine and I the, the following week. Like, it was when, like, the, all the smoke was in the air and whatnot, too. Oh, dude, yeah. And then I, I just, I still didn't run whatnot. And then I ended up uh, Monday coming in off my deload by my low back. I was hurt from jujitsu, So I was like, I kind of went under the bar to squat, started doing some warm-up sets. I was like, no, I can't do it. You know, even though I wanted to, because I only squat once a week and took a week off. You know, mm-hmm. so I knew that technique was kind of diminishing and strength was diminishing at, at that point. But I was like, it's not the smart thing to do. So I cut off, I cut all my uh, lower body exercises that day. And then I kind of just did the rest of the week like normal. Um, and then, but now I'm thinking like, since like weightlifting is becoming so stale and whatnot, and that I'm, it's kind of like, I'm not feeling fresh going into my workouts. I'm not really liking it. I think I'm going to change up my routine and then kind of like um, change up some of the exercises. Like I'm even considering like dishing like the barbell squat, like totally. And I was thinking about replacing it with like a, uh, oh, like a Bulgarian split squat, like a, something like a, pole or something to hold on to and just loading it heavier for the balance you know mm-hmm, using mm-hmm. and replacing it like with that um just so like, i'm not beating myself up like so much because it, like it, i definitely am no like yeah doing jujitsu three times a week of hard rolling and when i get to go into these compound lifts and like then throw running on top of it on top of my joints that's just like it's not recovering yeah i just feel like i'm not recovering adequately enough to go into the next routine or the next exercise training training session um at peak performance and especially like when it, like my goal right now is to like improve my endurance or my like my technical ability in jujitsu like whether or not i go to the navy like that's more so like an endurance event anyways so like i just feel like i need to abandon like my 
I'm not abandon, but like not hold on to like my strength gains or like worry about those as much and kind of cut that back. Yeah, um, I think that's I think that's what I'm planning on doing actually. Hundred percent. Yeah, but yeah, because yeah, I think uh, mostly like the squat. I feel like is like the big one that's really like kind of beat me up. It's just the stuff that taxes my low back all the time. Cause, yeah, because I play a lot of like guard, open guard, or half guard in jujitsu, um, and I'm always getting people kind of smashing and stacking into me. So, like, my low back is just getting beat up all the time. Yeah, that makes and sense. So, I just feel like for longevity's sake and whatnot, and, it, yeah, like I said, it's kind of, like, being counterproductive right now. Although, I hate to, like, give up a barbell back squat because it is, I would say, like, the single best exercise you can do and whatnot. But I feel for, like, right now, like, it's 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 not as uh, benefit It's not as beneficial to me as it is. I think it's more so, like, uh, negative to my all, overall performance in my various yeah. tasks. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah, it's unfortunate you don't have like a option for a like more machine based mm-hmm. squat because we don't have that mm-hmm. option over at the Y. Yeah. Have you been working out the Y at all? Or? No. Not at all. I've been going like once, maybe twice a week over there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean that sounds like a good idea. But I mean, uh, you know, if you're really trying to focus on, you know, getting good at jiu-jitsu and whatnot, like the barbell back squat is not the most. Uh, um, specific to that, right? You know, yeah, but like maximal strength is not. I think like power, like fast force production, mm-hmm. and and you know, in different planes of motion are a lot more important uh, physiologically as opposed to like maximal uh, strength. Yeah, I'm sagittal mostly, plane. I'm mostly using it for like maintenance of muscle mass and like injury prevention, whatnot, mm-hmm. and then like because like. Like, I'm kind of split. Like, my training's not solely jujitsu, but it's also kind of, you know, like, possibly joining the Navy. Um, so I want to maintain, like, that that muscle mass and, like, that, like, strong joints and whatnot. Yeah. Um, just for, like, when mileage adds adds up to it. I injury. think there's, there's other ways to do it. Yeah, but, I mean, that's why like, I'm only doing, like, say, squat once a week. And I'm not, like, my secondary day, like, I have, like, hip thrusts and, um, and then, what is it, hip thrusts and... Uh, uh, leg extensions is my main leg exercises and some leg curls. So like it's not like there's too much like hard like volume on my legs, you know. Uh-huh. Like that second day is just to get a seamless to like my quads and my hamstrings. It's mostly like glutes with my hip thrust being like the main compound movement, you know. So I'm only really gotcha. doing one hard compound day of squats, but that's why I'm thinking I might just replace it with like a single leg Bulgarian split squat. Yeah. I um, mean, you don't even really need that one like really hard day, honestly. Yeah, I know. I think you're just like stuck in that mentality, like oh, you gotta do squats. Well, I mean, I think you got, I mean, you gotta have a squat pattern. Yeah, but like, I mean, I, I have, uh, yeah, I mean, I haven't really been doing uh, squats. I'll mix it up. I'll do like, um, well, I'll get to it in a second. But yeah, I mean, there's lots of other variations you can do, you know. Yeah. Of a of a squat movement without doing like a like like a back squat. Yeah. You know? So. Um, yeah, you know. Yeah, I'm just thinking that, like, because like, I, I definitely am in better shape now than when I first started and whatnot. Um, but, like I said, I think it's kind of, like, all my training, like, when I'm kind of peaking with all my running, lifting, and jujitsu and whatnot, like, it's kind of, like, it's not, like, it's not, like, it should make me better, like, weightlifting and whatnot should, like, make me better at, like, say, or increase my odds of being successful in the Navy or in jujitsu, right? Yeah. But, like, it's kind of the point where it's being, like, it's detrimental to my performance. That's that's how I was feeling with my lifting. 
I think I talked about it on the podcast. I, that's how I felt with my lifting when I was doing my triathlon. You know, um, it got to a point where even doing a couple of sets, and I was even doing I was even doing squats. I was doing like lunges. I was doing more like unilateral stuff, um, and it was just causing so much uh, DOMS, delayed onset muscle soreness. I wasn't recovering. Um, that I felt like it was a hindrance to my overall goal. So you just, I mean, I think you're just kind of honing into what you really need to be doing physiologically, and your body can only do so much, you know. Your body adapts to um, particular stimulus; it can't do, it can't do everything, you know. That's why you don't see fucking powerlifters out there running marathons and vice versa. You yeah. Know? Your, your body adapts, and um, you know, your, your your training has to change with that. So. I think that's just, you know, yeah. you, fig- you figuring it out. Another thing I'm thinking about, too, is because, like, this, I have this printout that, like, the Navy uh, gives for, like, recommendations, and it says really only do, like, one, to- like, top set for the most part. That's kind of like, the, the thing it recommends. And I was wondering, one top set, what like, do you one mean? top set of, like, a, for, like, a squat or, like, any movement pattern, like, where you really fatigue, like, the muscles, just for, like, one heavy set. Yeah, that's what they recommend. That's kind of like what they recommend, and I was thinking, because, like, I want, I'm going to have to start moving more towards, like, push-ups and pull-ups. Like, I already have one day where I kind of do that, but I was thinking about maybe, like, on, maybe on, like, on a back squat at some point, like, just having one top set or something just to kind of give that stimulus or whatnot but sure like, i think because maybe like I, and i thought i cut my volume for maintenance but like maybe my volume's a little too high with my intensity while i'm also trying to become a better endurance athlete yeah you know that's kind of what it sounds like but like because i'm only at like three too three, much. three sets but like maybe that volume's too high at that intensity while i'm doing like stuff that's try, trying to work on my endurance you know yeah like while i'm kind of like developing those transitional fibers that are left less optimal for was higher output, most definitely intensity. So that's kind of like, you know, kind of like auto regulating like my program and kind of playing around with it. Yeah, uh, just honing it in. It takes a little time. Yeah, but I don't know. Like, what do you think? Like, I think like maybe if I cut the intent, like some of the volume on some of the stuff, or change some of the other exercises. I'd just say, fu- fuck all those heavy lifts and just do like air squats, like calisthenics, just like a lot of reps. Um, yeah. See that. It's and, kind of hard because, like, that's probably, like, my ego that's saying, like, don't take, be a bitch. Like, don't take the easy way out. Like, but it's not easy. I know. I know. It's very hard. Like, just doing, like, when I got back into lifting, I, I didn't I didn't squat with any kind of weight for a couple weeks. I would just do air squats, and I do, like, sets, like, 20 or whatever. I do, like, three, four. It just depended. And my quads were, like, fried, you know? Like, I was kind of worried one day. I was like, oh, <laughs> shit. Like, like, um... Like I'm 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 hurting right now, you know. So like it's not, it's just um you're trading volume for for intensity, you know. Yeah. Or weight, however you want to kind of yeah. look at it. So it's like um I you know I don't think it's um what'd you say? It's uh bitching out. Bitching out, yeah. It's not it's not bitching out. It's just it's just changing, cause it's just changing what you're doing. You look, you can make any workout as hard as you want it to be. You know, you can't. Uh, but how's it set up for the rest? Because you could you could lift a, a shitload of weight, but really not put that much into it. Only have you know, only have like a, like a couple of sets, and you know, do like some two by twos or something. You know, and like that. You know, it's cool, but like you know, you could probably do that, and then and then just do some like bullshit like high volume like leg extensions and some curls or whatever. Or you could just do like a hundred air squats, and you're gonna probably get a lot more results out of it if you're like the intensity is there and you're really trying to like you know get after it. 
that make any sense? No, I get what you're saying. I don't know. Yeah, I'm just, it's just like this part is kind of fun though, like the whole like trying to like it, optimize like your program and like yeah. dial it in, like do something, and see like where you're, where it's kind of letting you down or whatnot. You, you know, kind you of just, like cal- calibrating it, you know. Yeah, you, uh, yeah. Like I said, you're just gonna find it along the way, but um, you just don't want to get in that analysis paralysis. Yeah. Just over over examining everything and trying to optimize it to a T, like all the way through like just putting in some work whether regardless if it's like super optimized or not it's still going to benefit you you know yeah so. it is i just think that because like i kind of ran through to my peak week so like wherever i was six or seven weeks in and like at the end of it i know it's like whoa like this was like i could like i'm in better shape but like i said it's kind of being at a cost it's so like now i think this is like when i'll go in and kind of like make the like the small little adjustments that should be good enough yeah you know yeah yeah that's kind of like where i'm at with my physical fitness all right that's, that's good, that's lit. Um, all right, I'll go into mine. Where I left you guys off last time, uh, it was right before I did my triathlon. I ended up doing that. Uh, it was it was, it was was fun. It was a really cool experience. I was shooting for three hours, and I did it in 252.47. I'm pretty happy about that. I dropped most of that time from the swim part because I had not trained at all with the wetsuit, and then I used the wetsuit. Have you ever seen with the wetsuit? Like swim, swim. Um, I mean, I've been in the ocean and felt like how easy it is to just float. Yeah. And I don't float because I'm so skinny. You legit, like, I, like, didn't have to kick at all. To, you're um, just on top of the water. Yeah, you just sit on the top of the water. And um, I was zooming, bro. It was crazy. I got I got the swim part done. I think I dropped, like, seven minutes or something, seven, eight minutes um, from my expected time with the swim. And that ended up kind of being the, the difference in the big gap from the three hours um so yeah the swim went really really smooth did the bike pretty smooth no problems actually i was intaking so much water i had to fucking pee <laughs> in between the um the the bike and the run i was like oh shit i gotta pee right now i'm not gonna be able to hold this the next- where'd you do that at i so i i finished up the bike at my house and i was like i can't go all the way inside and that's gonna take too long so i just went on the side of the house i just peed real quick and then just started running and um, the the run was the only bad part. It was so brutal. It was it, it was brutal. That's kind of funny because um, usually like when you're doing like an endurance event like that, like you're sweating so much, like you don't. Yeah, exactly. You know exactly. So I was like really on it with my hydration. So that's good. Maybe even too much. Um. So yeah, and then I got to the run and right off the rip, I my calves felt like concrete blocks. I was like, oh no, this is not good. I was like, shit. I was feeling really heavy, um, but it, you know I was chugging along. I was doing fine, and then um, I say about like four miles in. What happened first? Yeah, so like about four miles. So it's like the run is like a little over six miles. About four miles in, I started to get a spasm in my quad, my um, my left vastus medialis, and I started to spasm. I was like, oh shit! Like I was panicking because I was like, it was just like. You, you know, you want to get so a, you get a spasm. It's just like, and I'm trying to run while, it, and it's just like I was freaking out, and um, I was intaking like salt tablet, or I mean, I was I had my um, I was drinking some Gatorade. So what they recommended from what I could tell is I didn't really know this, but you can oxidize one gram of carbohydrates per minute, so it's basically sixty grams um, an hour. So I was, you know, right on there with with that. I would take a a gel pack every 30 minutes, and that was a little under 
it was like 24, 25 or something like that, grams. And then they, they all had a little bit different. Some had some caffeine, some had some amino acids, some had some sodium. I can't remember exactly. And then I would just top it off with Gatorade. I would just, just kind of sip some Gatorade. And that, you know, that had the sodium in it and also the carbs too. Um, so I was like sipping Gatorade and getting the sodium in. But then by the time I got to the run, I was just taking tablets because I was out of Gatorade. And I had stopped, and I think that's what it was. I just didn't have enough salt, and that's why I was starting to get that spasm. Because right as soon as I took it, I, I the spasm went away. I was like, okay, good. <laughs> but then like, and then but like right after that, like not even like maybe like five, not even ten minutes later, my feet went numb, and I never I never had that happen before. <laughs> um, running and my feet go numb, and that really scared me. I, I wanted to stop so bad because I was like fuck like i i hope i'm not doing any kind of like damage to my feet you know like i don't want to hurt myself but i was like fuck it i'm just gonna keep going and like it like it, it was like really messing with me mentally but to finish it out it was cool it, you know as soon as i stopped my feet felt fine so i think it was just the pounding like did you it, like besides it, like spazzing did you like lock up or cramp up at all no that was the only one of my, my left fastest medialis. That was it. Um, like I said, I, I was pretty on it with the nutrition and the um, salt intake. I think I was just kind of like, I thought I was good with the salt. So that's why I didn't take that last tablet. But as soon as that happened, I took it. And it was all good. It was cool. Um, so the legit one got rescheduled for May, I believe. January, March, April. May. Yeah, I think May or April. So I think I'm gonna do that one when it comes back around. I finally got I finally got my bike that I ordered. I think it was legit like three months ago when I first got the idea of doing a triathlon. I was like I should just get my own bike. Finally got it. If if the if the actual triathlon was to go on, I I was gonna I got it the day before. I think it was supposed to be the 25th, October 25th. I got it the 24th. <laughs> so I thought that was pretty funny. Um, and I've rode, I've rode that bike a couple times. Oh my God. It's so nice. It's so smooth. Like the group set, it just like, there's no problems with the shifting of the gears. Um, I'm not worried about the tires or anything. Cause I had a couple tubes pop on my front tire or my yeah front tire, um, with that bike I was borrowing and I just did not feel very confident with it. And I'm feeling like a legit cyclist out there a little bit. <laughs> so I'm kind of happy about that. Uh, yeah. So yeah, with the smoke you said, um, was it last week? I think it was last week. It was week. last week. Yeah, on, on Monday, I went out on a ride. That was like one of the worst days. But I had just got on my bike, so I was like, fuck it, I don't really care. Um, and when I got home, my chest was so tight. And like, I was like coughing. I was like, oh no. I was, <laughs> I was like, that was such a poor decision. I should not have done that. <laughs> um, but I just, I had to go out there and do it. It was my first ride with a new bike, so I was like, whatever. Um, so yeah, that was it for the triathlon. In the meantime, because I mean it's still a little ways out. It's probably about like five, six months or whatever um, for that triathlon. I think what I'm gonna plan on doing is I don't like say I'm getting into to CrossFit because CrossFit has a bad rap, but I really just want to work on. Um, it sounds weird, but I want to get good at like Olympic lifts and gymnastics because I I see that type of stuff. Oh, look at that. This baby is wrong. Because <laughs> uh, um, I see a lot of like gymnastics type stuff. Like I want to do a handstand. I see people do handstands and I want to like do that for whatever reason. 
And one thing that happened after my body was completely beat after the triathlon, but what was really bad was my shoulder, my right shoulder. I had real bad shoulder impingement. Legit couldn't lift my arm up above 90 degrees um, flexion or abduction. Um, for you non-kinesiology people, that's to the front and to the side. And then, yeah, above 90 and up, it was so painful. Like, I had to use my other arm to help lift it. That really scared me, too. I was like, fuck, what if this, like, I'm dealing with this for a long time? Because I've always, not always, but I had a problem with this shoulder back in the day when I was doing swimming in high school. Uh, it was just like an overuse, chronic overuse problem. And the, you know, coaches had no fucking idea what they were doing. And they're just like, oh, I just have to practice, go get it iced. And, you know, I did that for like weeks, maybe months when I should have just stopped and like done some rehab. So what was like the likely issue? Like too much internal rotation? Um, yeah, I th- what, um, back then, yeah, yeah cause I was doing, I, I would do butterfly. So, um, but I mean, we didn't even do like a ton of butterfly actually in practice, but I, yeah, I don't really know. I guess that'd be internal rotation. So yeah. Um, and it, yeah, it caused me problems back then, but then I, you know, I stopped swimming. So then it wasn't as big an issue, but I could, st- it, it, it doesn't, there's no pain and there's no like structural, um, what's the word? structural problems or whatever but there is like some crepitus you know it's kind of clicky um so i was like oh shit this old injury is kind of finally finally coming back to me because i think i aggravated it with the swim part of the race and then i was like fuck 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 and then so what i i just took some ibuprofen and cbd oil to help with the inflammation because i think ultimately what it was is just like tendonitis or bursitis. I just had inflammation up up in there. Yeah, yeah, one of those. I don't know. I didn't get like a, a diagnosis from a doctor, but some kind of just itis, whatever it may be. Inflammation or something. Yeah, some inflammation of something, tendons, bur- the bursa, whatever it may be. Oh, that's gonna be loud. Whatever. Um, and so yeah, I just got the inflammation down. It took about three, four days where I could get full range of motion where it wasn't painful. And then since then, I've just been working on like rotator cuff stuff. And then that's kind of like it also works in with the handstand stuff because you know st- overhead stability is extremely important for a handstand. So I was like, it kind of goes hand in hand with the rehabbing the shoulder, making sure it's you know sturdy and and good, and then also improving with my handstands. Um, so yeah, that's kind of where I'm at right now. Right yeah, so yeah, I don't want to say I want to get into CrossFit because like yeah, CrossFit is it gets such a bad rap. But like, <laughs> I like I like Olympic lifting and I and I like the gymnastic stuff. So I want to like yeah, be able to do a handstand and get actually like good at kipping push pull ups. Like a lot of people shun kipping pull ups, but they can't do them. But it requires a lot of core stability. Like, have you ever done like that hollow position? Are you familiar? Where like you know like that extended position like in a pull up. But you, you basically do it on the ground. There's there's this um, there's this guy on Instagram I follow, uh, Barbell Physio. He's a really good follow, and actually I I posted a, myself a, a video of myself doing one of the exercises he had on his page, and I like tagged him, and he liked it, so that was kind of cool. But um, the kip, kipping pull-ups kind of bothers me. Yeah, why does it bother you? Those aren't fucking pull-ups. They're not they're not strict pull-ups, but it's a different type of thing, and they're very challenging. Like it's a, a kipping pull up is not equal to a strict pull up. Hundred percent, I agree. It's not the same thing. 
Because you, like, in, like, the CrossFit games or whatever, they'll do, like, fucking 100, 200 kipping pull-ups. Obviously, if you had any of them do 100 strict pull-ups, they would not be able to do it. So it's a different exercise. Like, don't think, like, oh, they're doing kipping pull-ups to cheat and, like, do more reps. Just think of it, like, as a completely different exercise. And it's, like, a different thing. And well, what's the goal of it? Like, what's the, what's, yeah, what's the goal of it? I, essentially, um, that's a good point. I don't know. Um, I guess it's just to do more reps so it looks better. Because if you have them, like, out there doing the CrossFit games, doing, like, fucking, like, 20 pull-ups or whatever, they're like, what? I can do 20 pull-ups, you know? And people can't do 20 pull-ups, though. It's true. But, I mean, I guess it's all perception, you know? Um, I understand what you're saying, though. Look, um, I'm not trying. I'm not here to defend CrossFit because a lot of a lot of shit, a lot of they, they do a lot of stupid shit in CrossFit. You know, they the problem I have with CrossFit is a lot of people that are beginners that don't have the core stability and the force production. They just kind of move them along way too quick and get them into doing way too heavy weight, way too many repetitions. Overuse injuries. Yeah, overuse injuries are very common. Um, really the only people that do it right are like the high level people who already have a base of fitness. You and call it like a more or less very like programmed, you know, yeah. program setup where people just come and do like a workout of the day, but they might have done like yeah. a thousand pull-ups, not literally, but like pull-ups that one day and they come back in and then there's also pull-ups on that workout too. And like that's how like overuse injuries develop. Yeah. When you're, you're just kind of showing up, showing up and doing like the wad or, or whatever. A one-off workout. Yeah. Yeah, you're just like kind of just destroying your body, and there's no rhyme or reason to it. And I don't, I don't, I don't prescribe to that. I don't think that's smart. Um, but when you're at like a big box CrossFit gym, you know, uh, unless you're like a high level athlete, you're not gonna get any kind of coach who's like really monitoring your program and making sure you're doing the right things and taking the right progressions and whatnot. But I'm, I'm aware of, you know, I'm a a decently high level coach if you will and so I know the proper progressions and I'm not gonna you know do some stupid shit and and try and do something way more challenging than I know I'm capable of like for the like for example for the um handstands I can't do a handstand right but I'm starting square one and from what I've researched and um with the barbell physio guy who I mentioned earlier he has a real good progression chart uh for Olympic lifting or not just Olympic lifting, but all different kinds of lifts, and then um, gymnastics progressions and, like, the different things for that. And so I'm just following along. So for, like, the handstands I want to try and do, I've just been doing um, handstands on a, on a, with a box. So I basically, I get in a kind of a handstand position, and then I get my feet up on a box, so I'm making kind of like an L. My toes are on the box, you know? Mm-hmm. And so... So your torso is facing the box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I'm just, you know, that's that's level one for so me. So where do wall handstands fit in that equation? That's like number two, actually. Wall handstands is and the next you're at, progression. That's number one. Are yeah, you here I think I actually have the um, skills chart here saved in my things, maybe. Uh, if not, I could maybe. Is there like it. a height of this box? Is it like waist height or like what's like? The... Yeah, about it. It goes well. It goes about up to my hips when I'm upside down. So I, I like I, I I like to do them at the Y, because I don't have the proper kind of box, um, at home, and so it's the big box and the um, little box, and I just stack them, and then that's the proper height for myself. And um, as long as you're doing it methodically, I think CrossFit 
is good. It's just um, when you're just when you're just kind of showing up and the coach doesn't really care that much and they're they're kind of whatever, then then I'm not about that. So yeah, so here inverted inverted vertical push. So this is actually to get um, uh, handstand push-ups, which I don't know if I need to be doing all that. But you can see a box handstand is number one, and then handstand against the wall, and then inverted push-up, because like I said, it's uh, working towards that other one, and then a V-shaped. So basically a pike, a pike uh, handstand push-up, and then a box handstand push-up, and then a strict wall handstand push-up, and then a kipping push-up, handstand push-up, which you probably would hate, right? Um, so... So really, all I'm trying to get to is just the hand, like just the handstand. Uh, actually, this progression doesn't even really technically have it, but I, I would probably go from just the handstand against the wall to eventually um, just a, just a, just holding a handstand. Um, so where I've really been working a lot is my core, I'm doing a lot of core isolation stuff. So like um like these hollow positions, like uh, for kipping here, see the arch slash hollow on the floor. Um, I've been doing a lot of those. That's re that's really challenging exercise. It's basically just like that's just a hollow hold, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Which is um, it, it doesn't look like much, but it's extremely challenging. Cause so you're pressing your low back and your butt down into the ground, and you're keeping your feet like roughly like six to eighteen inches off the ground, and then your shoulder blades up off the ground, and so you can see that's the position that kind of arch position she's in, is like uh, if you're doing like um like a kipping pull up is kind of that that um, wave type motion because um, you see a lot of people doing tipping pull-ups and they're just flailing all over the place and they have no kind of core stability or rhythm to it and it looks awful and that's probably why tipping pull-ups got such a bad rap but if you're doing it properly and have a, pro and have a good core stability and get the motion going uh, it can, it's a good exercise and it's not the same as a strict pull-up by no means um, but yeah it's it's a thing you know so anyways, that's why I want to get to a handstand and then maybe like a walking handstand. That would be cool. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at with that. And then you can see he has uh, progressions. See, these are all real good progressions for uh, all different kind of lifts. You know, like for the squat. It goes from an air squat to a goblet squat to a back squat to a front squat to an overhead squat. That's a very good progression there. If you're like, you have like starting from, starting from nothing, that's like if you want to get a squat, you want to eventually get to overhead squat. That's a very good progression. There. Watching people like do like heavy weight on an overhead squat, is, like, yeah, super impressive. I can't even do an overhead squat with a kettlebell right now, like, and it kind of frustrates me because it's super impressive. It's it looks like not much, but it's so hard, and I you know I don't know what it is. It's just I just, I don't know. I just need to get better. Like I I thought I thought the problem was my ankle and my hip mobility, like a little over a year ago. I thought that was the problem, but I've really like dialed it in, and my hip mobility and my ankle mobility are really good now, and I still can't do it. So it's like it's got to be my my shoulder mobility or my thoracic mobility. Uh, there's got to be some chain. In that kind of reminds me of like something I was gonna mention, like when I switch up my routine. I, like I want to like I gotta figure out something like I talked about before, like some flexibility and whatnot. Yeah. But like, I feel like with me, because I already don't like stretching, like I gotta get on some sort of like program or class. Like that's when it's like yeah. easiest for me to like stretch it's like yeah. essentially, especially since i don't like it. it's something to hold me accountable oh, um you know what really helps a lot is it's another crossfit time th type thing but you can use it you don't have to be doing crossfit to use it is this uh, app called go yeah i think i had uh, it for a bit but it is. Yeah, I didn't use it you didn't use it i think i might have i think i actually told yeah, you about I it think I, yeah 
well, you gotta like use it, but like I it's, <laughs> I don't, I can't help you there, but it's like, um, it's very nice because it tests you in all different kind of um, places that require a lot of mobility, like overhead, hips, ankles. Um, uh, I can't remember. There's like five of them. Maybe, maybe like lumbar, um, core. I can't remember exactly, but there's like five ones, five different. Um, categories they test you on and you, you just do it on your on your own and then you just input the results and then they give you a score and those five sections and a score overall and then it configures your your stretching towards that stretching mobility and you can you can tell it like oh we like i have a lacrosse ball so you know you can throw stuff in there with that i have like a pvc pipe so um you can throw extra stretches in there that, that require that or you know any kind of tool whatever you know and also so that's for the daily stretches but then also you could have it like if you want some stretches specifically for the workout you're about to do you can just put in a couple of movements you're going to be doing during the workout so say like I'm going to be doing some squats I'm going to be doing some um, some you know handstand whatever and maybe some rows I don't know just throwing it out there and then you know you put those movements in there, and then they'll give you stretches and warm-ups for for those specific movements. So it's it's very useful. Uh, I like it. I've been using it a lot. Um, yeah. But um, the reason I want to get into the Olympic lifting because it's it's a combination of mobility and stability, which I really like, and also just force production because you can be mobile and stable in all the proper joints but also you need that force production to get the weight up um as opposed to like powerlifting where it doesn't require a ton of mobility really because what would probably require the most mobility is a squat but like powerlifting squats they just go to parallel and um that's not extremely hard really you know as opposed to like you know olympic lifts if you're doing like a snatch you're gonna have to drop way down in that hole to catch it, you know. There's unless you do a power snatch, but then you're not gonna be able to lift as much weight. So if you want to lift the max amount of weight possible, you, you gotta you gotta have good mobility and get to get your butt down. So I like that challenge. Um, so in the meantime, I'm gonna be doing that. So I don't know. And and so like the way I explain CrossFit is like gymnastics, Olympic lifting, and like metabolic conditioning. And so that's why I like it too, so I can keep my conditioning up in the meantime, so I don't let the cardio completely go, because I still want to get back into the triathlons and then eventually road races. Once I get more, more better at, uh, at at cycling, I want to I want to do some road races. No, they're definitely well-rounded athletes. Hundred percent. Yeah, they're very. It just like CrossFit for whatever reason just kind of gets a bad rap. Like I don't know. I think it's just kind of the shitty form on lots of stuff, and. Yeah, you know, it is what it is. Um, just went on a wild ass rant there. I'm with you. Just, just staying updated there on the. Yeah, bro, I gotta, I gotta check in. Gotta check in. I don't yeah. think anything's changing, but. Um, okay, so that's it there. Just keeping up with that stuff. I'll keep you posted on the handstands. Um, hopefully, in the next, like, maybe two months, I'll have them. At the, by the end of the year. What's. Yeah. Yeah, we got two months. I think I could do a handstand by the end of the year. <laughs> That's the challenge? Yeah. Shoot for like a 10-second handstand. Um, okay. Anything else on the 
fitness aspect of it. No. Working out. That's uh, ranting. Um. All right. Next off. Should we talk about the wine? Should we talk? Yeah. yeah all right. So. What's happening? I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, so okay. So we've been talking sh- mad shit about the wine, right? We we don't fuck with them anymore. Um. Have- and so. Did, we, did I talk about... No, this happened since then. So, um, I was talking to a employee of the Y who shall be unnamed. And um, I just posted something. So, I, I first off, I created some video programs because I want to get into online training. Because what I've noticed with a lot of... From my Whoop is that a lot of my training, um, especially the group exercise classes is they put so much extra stress on the cardiovascularly that you don't even really consider. It's like, it's almost, like I teach four classes in a row on Tuesdays, and then on Fridays I teach five. And it's almost like doing four classes and five classes. Like, like my cardio, like, I'm kind of peaking at like 160 beats per minute, which is like, you know, like a good steady state cardio kind of session, you know, for four hours. So I'm like, I just... I, I I know I can't be doing this for like the next like years and years and years and I need to like for the group exercise classes I do teach I really want to teach ones that I really care about and it's like boot camp classes like those are for the birds like I want to teach very specific things that I like to teach and so because of that I want to get more into the online stuff which we've kind of talked about so to kind of get going on that I've started creating video programs so my first one was just a four-week body weight training program, all like calisthenics and like those um, animal flow type stuff. Are you familiar with that? Yeah, yeah. Like Primal Solder, um, he does some of that kind of stuff. And then his girlfriend, uh, Francesca, I like both of them. They're both pretty cool. But she does a lot of that kind of stuff. So it's like just your standard calisthenics, but also some of that mixed in there, animal flows or animal movements, whatever. And then also just, you know, some like sprints and some agility work. And I just made it free. And I just was like, if you sign up on my website, you can just have access to it. And I'm just going to put it out there and then just see the response and see how it like pe- people like it. So I just record all the videos of me doing the stuff in the park. Because at first I just had, my, I wrote them down in like a document. And I was like, this is like not that great because, yeah. you know, anyone can do that. It's not... So I was like, it would be better. And I got the idea from Primal Solder is to make a video so they can see you do it and also explain it a little bit more in depth. So I made that first free one. And then now I'm going to move, you know, because I'm the kettlebell kid, I'm going to do um, a kettlebell-based one. And that one, once I'm done with that, I'm going to charge people for it. But uh, how did I get on this rant? Um... um I have no idea. <laughs> I, I just, I just start, I just start. Flows. Flows. I, I, I was just fucking talking, bro. <laughs> I was along for uh, ride. So I, I just got into video programs. Basically, is the moral of the story. Um, cause oh, cause I want to get more into like online training and whatnot. Cause and that and that was because like yeah, I've noticed is you know Tuesdays and Fridays are those days are just kind of washed for me. Like I can't work out and also teach all his classes because like at the end of the day my strain on my whoop is like maxed out and um you know it's those those two days are just kind of a wash i can't really work out and do what i want to do 
Um, so yeah, I've been making the video programs, and I'm excited about that. Um, because um, we've talked about it before. What 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 is it? Um, the income, passive income, passive income. Yeah. And I need to get better at that and start working towards that because just like basically trading hours for money, it's cool and all, but got to work more towards that and those are the first steps i'm making oh but then okay that's why so <laughs> i was talking to the <laughs> ymca um person that shall not be named and i basically just put that out on my social media and then they got back to me like hey this is super sick i'm, I'm glad you did this that's this that and the other and then i asked them like hey are you still um you know doing stuff at the y and they said no they basically got shafted like me, and this person had been there for much longer than myself. I, I've been there for like two and a half years. This person was there for like about six or so, and I was pissed. I didn't get any classes. This person didn't get any classes. Damn. Can, you, can you believe that? I want to talk about all the all the tea. That's what we got. <laughs> I mean, how how do you have someone that trained um, and taught classes for you for six years, and um, both me and that person were also teaching classes via the Facebook Live thing in that period with the PPP loan, which we didn't have to do. That was some fucking bullshit. That was, you know how hard it is to teach people that aren't there? Like, it's hard enough teaching the people that are staying in there. You got to teach the people that aren't there. So it's like, and then you're going to leave us both out to dry. I was like, bro, what the fuck is up with the why? They, they talk about all this community bullshit. Yeah. And then like, they're not there for us. Yeah. That's, that's dog shit. Like you're not, you're not talking about what you're preaching. If that makes any sense. Uh, <laughs> you're not doing what you're preaching. So, and now, I mean, this is real serious business. Our our boss basically got laid off, which I mean, sounds what? Like it. Yeah, like if it sounds like Mario's taking over the duties for literally everyone. Yeah, I wonder if he's doing uh, Benji's job too. <laughs> it sounds like it. You know? They don't have any more employees left. Yeah, they don't have front desks. They have like half the maintenance. Uh, I mean, they get let, let go Benji like when this all happened. Right? Actually, you know, I heard that um, Benji is still there, but just like limited hours, and Annette is there, but still like limited oh, hours. Okay, but, Ron, actually, but they let Benji go. Pissed. Yeah, they let Ron go, right? They let Ron completely go. That's crazy. And they cut Annette and Benji, which is whack. Absurd. Whack. Um, and let pretty much everyone at the front desk go. Um, and yeah, so basically our boss got got yeeted now unfortunately i hate to say it but if you just listen to what i had to say and follow through with it you'd have a job i mean right we talked about it i had so many ideas of what to do during this the pandy yeah you know we could have um done virtual pt and they could have pushed it harder like there wasn't an email from him about personal training until they're like oh people still want to do training Remember, he sent that email, and he was like, oh, people are, you know, inqu inquiring, is that the right way to say it, inquiring? Yeah. Um, about um, personal training. So we need you guys to start putting in your availability to do orientations. I'm like, you guys are just figuring this out? People want to train this whole time. You've, you've, you've been twiddling your thumbs for months. And, you know, I was talking about doing the virtual PT from the RIP with the PPP loan. 
and then also doing the health coaching, which I feel like, at, especially at that time, was super important because people were a lot losing their routines. They were stuck at home. It just becomes Groundhog Day, fucking doing the same shit over and over and over. So, you know, making sure people keep those good habits of, you know, um, eating the right foods, not overeating, uh, you know, still getting out and getting some fresh air, getting some vitamin D, um, you know, all the simple stuff that, you know, even myself, I was lacking at a certain point with the quarantine, you know, even the mo most motivated and driven person, that was a tough time. Like, I, you know, I was struggling for a little bit and um, also getting the fit zone going, which that's the reason they moved all the equipment out to the turf, right? And then they weren't doing it, right? No, because I, I talked to her. He said, oh, yeah, we moved all the stuff out there in the next week or two. We'll get it going. And I just never heard anything again about it. And, like, I wasn't pressing because I was like, whatever, I don't care. I think maybe by that point I was already working at the camp. I can't remember. Um, and now, I mean, they have Mario running the fitness program, basically. The whole, the whole, or, the whole fitness. It's uh, kind of funny, yeah. Yeah, he's fat as fuck. Yeah. If, you don't, if you don't know, yeah. if you don't go to the Y, which if you're listening to this, you probably don't. But if anyone's listening. Uh, <laughs> yeah, how's that saying go? Something about like the blind lean the blind or something like that, or like hundred percent. Yeah, it is. They're just they're just trying to like hold on barely. I mean, they've burned so many bridges at this point. Who are they gonna have left when they do reopen? If they ever do, who's gonna want to go back there? I know none of the front desks want. I mean, I don't want to work there, but I like have like it was like a home away from home. Like it was fun. I liked it. It was. That's the thing. It was. It was really kind of community. Yeah. Like it really was at that time. But like as soon as it got tough, like that just went away. It's because they just laid down and took the pandemic, man. That's why. Yeah. That's the yeah. They, essentially, they laid down. And they just they were just like, well, you know. Yeah. Take it easy on me. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> take it easy on me. <laughs> and that's real unfortunate, you know. Um, but you know, you can't save everyone out yeah. here. Can't save everyone. Yeah. Um, do I have anything else to say about that? Oh yeah. So basically the moral of the story is they got their comeuppets and, um, look, you know, the people that really be out here doing it are doing fine. Uh, because, you know, I was teaching my kettlebell class there, um, I won't disclose exactly how much money I was making teaching there, but now I'm basically teaching another, essentially the same kind of kettlebell class, but just, you know, rebranded at my new place called The Camp, and they call it elite training. It's like small group training, you know, it's a max of 10 people per, per class, and I'm making nearly triple the amount per hour to teach that class, as opposed to when I was teaching at the Y, which is like wild. You know, because I'm, I'm making commission off of it. Um, so basically, all I have to say is fuck the why, you know, because, <laughs> uh, you know, like like you say, we were the ones making everything happen. They like the old folks out there. They were just like, uh, what do you? I don't. I don't you well, you, you had a, you had a good way of explaining it. I can't remember. Well, like you're talking about like the liberal and conservative like trains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like young folks tend to be like creative and like more liberal and like creativity wise and whatnot yeah so like when things are dead like they come in with the fresh ideas that spark new growth 
Um, but then because like they're so all over the place because they're always trying to do new things, like sometimes once they've got it going good, they try to do too much. So like that's kind of when you need like the conservative types or the old heads to come in and be efficient and just like run the train on the tracks and get things flowing right. Yeah. But and let them do that. But like I said, when things start going off the deep end or not working anymore, that's when that new blood needs to come in with the ideas with what's working because like they want to go out into the workforce and do something new. You know. Yeah. So that's, they, they weren't running with it. That's yeah. And they just refuse to um, to do that, and they will pay. <laughs> yeah. They will pay. Um, yeah, so that's it. I'm teaching the lead training. That's going cool. That's fun. Um, hopefully, I'll be teaching more of those different types of classes. Um, yeah, I already talked about the video programs. I want to get more on the online training. Yeah, so I don't know. I guess online training. You know, uh, our, our guy... Bedros has any uh, content about online stuff? Well, sure, yeah. I mean, I haven't watched it, but do you yeah. know if it's out there? Because I need to. I just I with in-person training, it just it just it seems a lot more simple to me. I I get it, I understand it, like the the steps to it. But like online training, it's just like this abstract concept of like how do you? I haven't really learned it per se. Yeah, like how do you get people? You know, because. With online training, ideally you're gonna like you're gonna reach people that you wouldn't be able to reach like in your city. So say like just hypothetically, I just find you know how do I get someone like Chicago or whatever to like find me and then be like yeah, write me a program and I'll pay you like this much money a month. Like it's just like you know it's yeah. just I don't understand how to go about it. Um, I wish there was some more. Uh, knowledge out there about that uh, do you do you get the ads for those type of people on because mm-hmm. so. all of them seem like just like bullshit yeah you I know? mean a lot of them are just third themselves trying to make money off of selling that idea you know so like, yeah. a lot of them do seem like bs but i think bedros has like i think he has something and like i like his ideas you know so like i, I really like his ideas because like there's some like fitness influencers that like and most of them most fitness influencers if you know, actually know anything are kind of shitty like there's like one girl for example like and i think she's like she's like studying exercise uh physiology like in florida or something and like she's actually like she knows her stuff like when i read her post i'm like okay yeah this girl knows her stuff yeah. but i know like she does like online coaching and whatnot too so it's kind of like i kind of try to like see what she does or like how she says what, that what's her name what? it's like something like julia taylor fit or something like that julia taylor fit. i think so but like she's just like it just kind of reminds me of us, except she's like a really pretty girl who uh, blew up her Instagram, you know. But like she knows her stuff, and it's like I, I kind of like we both know our stuff, you know. So I'm just thinking like, how did like what did she do? Like how does she do like you know the uh, online training per se? Yeah. Know? Well, I mean, I don't want to be cynical and shitty, but I mean, 100%. It's way easier for a chick that's like pretty and has a good body 100%. because it's just like. Uh, it's just easy on the eyes, you know? Yeah. So it's like you get them sucked in and then you actually get, give some good information. Or not even good information, just make them feel good. And it's like, yeah, boom, I mean, boom, most of there them, you go. Most of them like are just, some of them are just like naturally, like genetically gifted, whatnot, pretty, what, and like that's kind of, and they just have to put out BS, you know? But this one, like like I said, like I, I recognize like the content, like the quality of her, like uh, the information she puts out. And she calls out like, kind of stupid stuff that's always pushed in the, like, the fitness industry and whatnot. Like, she, she really? Yeah. Um, so like, she, she knows her stuff. So like, yes, yeah, she, she did have it going for that. She's a pretty girl, you know, like, 
So, yeah, I'm damn sure that helps. But she also knows her stuff, which is kind of refreshing because so much of, like, fit or insta-fitness stuff is so, yeah. so bad. Yeah, it's very bad. All right, I'll check her out. Because, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm really trying to figure that out. You know, I was doing a little bit with um, Ethan's girlfriend. That was, like, my first, like, online one. And I was, like, doing it through uh, True Coach, and that was really good. And then both of them just, like, dipped. They were, like, <laughs> they were both, like, oh, we don't have enough money for this anymore. I'm, like, what? I mean, what do you mean you don't have enough money now? Like, we've only been doing it for, like, a month uh, maybe a little bit over a month with Ethan and then like a little bit less with her. It's like, well, I mean, don't you know like budget or like, get, do you know how much, much money is your bank account? Like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't understand. But like, that's why it's so hard to like hit our age group. You know, like I trained my soccer buddy um, and he said like he really liked it and whatnot, but like his girlfriend wanted to get a gym membership and whatnot and it was just like too much for him to do, which I totally understand because like he works at, and like he's our age, you know? Mm-hmm. And like to pay for like training and like without devaluing us for an extended period of time like it is kind of hard you know unless, yeah i get it especially if you're targeting our age group yeah you know so like, i don't blame them like it, it like it is a good investment in themselves but like when they're also trying to like pay for rent or gas or something you know yeah like, it's a lot harder for like people at our age and people like say like five plus years older than us you know yeah yeah like so, that so. one girl on lisa yeah she i saw she finally opened that dm that I sent her. Mm-hmm. I think I told you she was just like not reading Didn't it. Or something, yeah. But it's just like I don't know when you don't open a DM on Instagram. It's like it's been like it's. Been, I know you saw it. You yeah. use Instagram every fucking day, so it's like just yeah. open it and just like bite the bullet and just say like, "Hey, I don't want to do it." But I saw she. It was a scene. Uh, you know, a scene. She didn't reply. I'm just like shady. Yeah. Which, but I mean, like I get it. Like you just explained. You know, she's got other stuff going on in life, but it's like. At least just be up front. Yeah, and just like, like, I don't mind if you're up front. Just because kind of stream me along or just whatever. You know? Exactly. Because, like, I was kind of, I, I was expect, I was kind of, like, almost expecting that money, to be honest. Because, <laughs> yeah. like, you know, I, I, I try and, like, I need to get QuickBooks or something. Because um, my fi- financial game is not uh, up to par. But I try and keep track of everything. And I write, like, possible clients and, like, you know, I try and do it by, like, you know, green, yellow, red. Like, red's a hard no, not going to happen. Yellow, maybe, and green for sure. And she said for sure, so I'm like, all right, perfect. And I you know, I take that into account uh, in regards to, like, my Google Ads things. And I try and keep a certain amount of money going towards that, as, but just making sure not to spend too much money on it. And um, it's, just, it's just frustrating, you know? Um, if if you can't pay for it or you don't want to do it, just 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 say it. Don't like you know. Just don't be like, yeah, I'm gonna do it, and then you know, hit, hit me back up in like a month and a half, two months, and then I do that, and then you and then you also don't reply to that. It's just frustrating. Business, you know. Um, I I mean, I guess that's you know, it is what it is when you work for yourself. Like basically, there's no um. No, uh, was, no, yeah, yeah, so you know, what are you gonna do? But, um, it's almost an hour now, we can probably wrap it up soon. But I, I possibly might have a lead on uh, getting a studio, so I'm excited about that. Uh, one of my clients 
uh, Tessa, she has a friend who's in the fitness kind of thing. She's a trainer, and then her boyfriend also is a trainer, but he does more like uh, kickboxing and, and martial arts and whatnot, and like self-defense. But they both train, and then she was, um, she had just mentioned to me like, oh, hey, yeah. Or actually, it was at her, her dad, because I also train her dad. And her dad was, I had mentioned to him, I was like looking to get a studio. And she was like, oh, you should talk to Tessa, her friends, this and the other. So if I could do like a three-way split of, you know, me, her, and then the boyfriend of splitting rents on a uh, studio. And at this point, it'd probably have to be down in Orange County just because things aren't opening back up here in L.A. County. But whatever, I don't really care. Um, And then just doing, you know, uh, different types of classes. Like he does like kickboxing type classes, so you get that those kind of folks. Then you can do the hit training, um, kind of stuff, the kettlebell. We can get all the types of equipment and whatnot, and it would be a lot easier to do group exercise uh, classes. And then you have your private lessons, and Bob's your uncle, you know. So that's what I'm shooting for. It's unfortunate. It's unfortunate you don't want to go along with us, buddy. I had this dream. <laughs> hey, it could happen. I just I need some capital. Capital. Yeah. I understand. I understand. Um. What was I gonna say? Fuck. What was I gonna say? Uh, I can't remember. But um, yeah, just moving equipment around. Like, I want to get into like doing group X stuff, but the volume of equipment and having to move stuff around, it's almost not even worth it. Um. And I was considering getting the big, like, box truck thing, but I think that's also, like, just too much, too big of an investment uh, for what it's worth, really. Yeah. I think the way to go at this point is just, like, a studio. But it's a slow roll. It's hard. Yeah. It's a very slow roll. I'm trying to be patient with it. Uh, our boy Gary V, he always posts videos. And he always, I, I noticed with him, he always posts videos about, like, particular topics when you really need it the most. And he just he just posted one the other day about patience and just, like, you know, people try and rush through it and try and, you know, hit all these milestones, just bang, 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 bang. And I'm already just, like, an anxious person and just don't like sitting around waiting for stuff. So it's hard for me to just be, like, kind of just going with the flow sort of thing, but this kind of is what it is at this yeah. point. Um, all right. I think those are all the topics. Do you have anything else to talk about? No. Nope. That's it for this one, I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, that reminds me. We were supposed to watch the Greg, was it Greg Doucette video? But we, uh, that was a cap. So, <laughs> um, Wait, what was that on? I forget. It was a response to the um, Nippard video that oh, we yeah. talked about last week. Or last, not last week, but last episode. Um, at this point, that's kind of old news. So, uh, uh, we'll, Who knows? We might we'll, try to bring it up. We'll not bring it up. Yeah, or maybe... I, I like kind of like our, our topic for the day. I like kind of basing it on a YouTube video, you know? As opposed to just some random kind of yeah. uh, fitness-related thing. So at least keep it kind of current. So hopefully someone posts something in the next like week or two that's interesting enough um, and are 
to talk about that's like kind of in the circle of things we like to talk about um, and we'll report on that and I think that will be uh, some good wood there um, but other than that yeah this is about an hour nothing else right. I felt like I rambled for at least 45 minutes of that um, <laughs> I rambled in the beginning it's fine um, so you know it is what it is but um, yeah that's it all right, this has been for us. Academy Podcast, episode eight with Zach. Adios. And Josh. And Josh. <laughs> Adios. Peace out. <laughs>